Welcome in lacrosse fans to the first episode of the Utah Lacrosse Report podcast. I'm your host, Tim Haslam. I wanted to provide just a little bit of audio for each newsletter that I send out as, an, as another way to consume content and also to give you just a brief update. Some people obviously love podcasts more than reading and, and vice versa. So uh, this is just a quick little teaser to what you're going to get in the newsletter. First item is that the Premier Lacrosse League is not going to be playing a full season. Not necessarily surprising, sort of a bummer that they won't be coming to Salt Lake, but at least we'll still get to see live lacrosse. That begins July 25th and ends with a championship on August 9th. In the local press, the Daily Herald spotlighted Timpanogos girls lacrosse captain McCall Dunn. Daily Herald has been doing well at, at highlighting seniors and captains in a little series they call O Captain. Uh, and so this one talks about Dunn. I highly recommend it. Also, Utah lacrosse attackman Colin Burke was selected as the number three player in the 2020 Major League Lacrosse Draft. KSL writer and friend of lacrosse Sean Walker talked to Burke about turning pro. He wrote an article, but also did a little podcast with him as well. So definitely something to, to tune in there as history is made with the, the first player from Utah's program going pro. And then tomorrow at 2 p.m., U.S. Lacrosse is hosting a team huddle webinar for the Mountain Region. Features Team USA players Marcus Holman and Kerrigan Miller. Free for U.S. Lacrosse members. You can register by clicking the link in the email. And last but not least, Tribal West opened a second store in Clearfield, which I'm excited about because it's a lot closer to me. But it's a great opportunity for the store to expand. I, I had a chance to talk to Fish and about opening the second store. So here's our conversation. Welcome in Fish Bartlett, owner of Tribal West Lacrosse. Fish, how are you? I'm doing great, Ken. Thanks for the call. Yeah, happy to talk. Fish and I go way back. We used to have our own show on YouTube, believe it or not. Oh, do you remember what we called that? I I don't, actually. I just remember yeah. we would film it in our team room, and it got posted, and I was always amazed at the outreach when, you know, people from Florida or wherever would call and be like, hey, we saw you doing lacrosse stuff. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I think you summed it up best when you said that you were the Wayne's World and I was the ESPN, and, and it worked really well. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So for those who who don't know about Travel West or, or you know, are even longtime Travel West fans, what, what's sort of the background? What's the, what's the history of Travel West lacrosse? Just in short, when I moved out here to ski at Alta, I, I kept going back east to, to coach in the summers and I didn't know there was lacrosse out here. And then when I did find out, I, I started coaching right away and found out that it was really hard to get uniforms and and gear for kids. And just having a business background, I, I felt we could really do a good job growing the sport if we had our own dedicated lacrosse store to it. So that was that was the gist of it 18 years ago, and it's it's been fun to see the sport double and double again and grow and grow. And and you've been a staple out there in, in Tandy. Uh, is that your original location, the store that you're in now? Yeah, same same location since 2002. And um, it, at the time, there you know 70% of the teams were in a 10 mile square radius. You know, Tandy was definitely the economic hub of, you know, lacrosse. And now, and, we, you know, we've been waiting and waiting. The growth has really been up north. And so we did just open a store in Clearfield. Lance and Nicole Thompson kind of 
you know, took the, I guess, like the franchise rights and said, hey, you know, we can make it work up here. So with Syracuse, Weaver, Northridge, you know, the sanctioning happening, we hope that there's enough players up there to sustain the store. You know, I'm excited about it. I, I live in Farmington, and so to be honest with you, that, that'll become my, my go-to if I'm in need of some lacrosse uh, gear. Obviously, though, the Sandy store, you'd be remiss not to go to it and uh, talk to Fish. He's got tons of stories about lacrosse in the early days. Fish, Fish what's, one of your, what's one of your favorite stories about, you know, lacrosse in maybe, you know, the 2000s? In the 2000s? Man, I... I think it would have to go back to when I was coaching high school and Waterford and Jordan were were big rivals at that time. A couple of the, the bigger powerhouses. I was coaching at Jordan and Craig Morris, another up upstate New York guy was, was at Waterford and Judge, another. But just I think the the state championship battles going back and forth with Waterford were always really fun for me. You know, because you could you could look down the line, and you know, Greg Craig would make an adjustment, and then I would make an adjustment. We'd kind of look back, and it was more pushing pawns than the first few years of like a kid running down the field, and you're just hoping that the ball stays in his stick as he's cradling <laughs> through four or five people. What a what a great time, right? And obviously, even from that point, we we progressed. Obviously, like you mentioned, the schools up north becoming sanctioned next year and sort of becoming a, a place that lacrosse is, is thriving as well, hence the need for uh, for another Tribal West. So that's exciting. So it's in Clearfield. I'll, I'll list the address in the story. What what else should we know about this second store? It's, you know, it's whether you shop down there or up here, it's, it's great. It's, you know, based on the history of the game and the respect, and it's based on community. We really just want to do a good job of, you know, supporting local and growing the game. It's a place for people to come hang out. They also have a shooting cage and are are there to customize sticks and and do helmet orders and you know it's the same as is down here. And that's that's about it. It's just great. Now people don't have to make that you know super long drive. We always love. You know, we'll definitely miss customers that were friends that were up there that made the trek, but if they can just get it and they're closer to their backyards, then that's, that's great. Yeah, you know, less less driving means more wall ball, right? That's right. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for joining us, Fish, and uh, we appreciate it. And, and in your own words, go team. Hey, go team. As you can tell, Fish is always knowledgeable and super passionate about the sport. Great to have him and his wife, Sonny, uh, as part of the – uh, Utah lacrosse scene definitely knowledgeable have been around for a long time and you know you might look at them and say oh they do it because they own a store but that's definitely not why they do it they do it because they love lacrosse and they want to see it grow and they uh, truly love the sport so if you're up in the northern area or or just bored go go and check out the tribal west location in clearfield we finished up the the newsletter with the senior spotlights this week we have the alta girls olympus girls and skyview boys teams if you want to send those in i'll still be publishing those next week it's tim at timhaslam.com and thanks for listening <laughs>